Blog Talk Radio. But Obama wants to own the word fair and the phrase middle class. And yet, who has done more destruction to working people in this country than Obama? Why isn't it proper to point out the Democrat base is made up, for the most part, of the nation's losers? Free enterprise can do a better job producing the things that people need than government can. Less government and less taxes and more freedom for the people. Iran, Cuba, Venezuela, these countries are tiny compared to the Soviet Union. Bring myself in the American flag, never give up the freedom my pop fought for us to have, never give it back. Same with the gas, you can never take that, never take that. On this Memorial Day, as our nation honors its unbroken line of fallen heroes, and I see many of them in, in the audience here today. Hi, 
I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. All right. Well, good evening, folks, and welcome to another fun-filled and informative hour of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Yeah, today's date. Wow. May 22nd. Here in beautiful, palatial, old town Alexandria, the United States of America, planet Earth, Third planet from the sun. For some, Obama can do no wrong. It's been said that it doesn't matter what he does, short of killing someone, that there's a certain segment of America, certain segment of the American population, and I think you know who what that population is I'm referring to, black folks, who will vote for Barack Hussein Obama simply because he's black, or so they believe. It doesn't matter what he does. I have heard over the last three years when referring to Barack Obama as a moron or an idiot, which I firmly believe that he is, that I should have respect for the office of the presidency. That I should have respect for the president of the United States. That I should respect the first black president. If I don't have respect for the man, I'm told, I should at least have respect for the office. Those same, those same people will say George Bush was a C student. I heard it just yesterday. George Bush was a C student. George Bush was as dumb as they come. George Bush was an idiot. You see, liberals don't apply this sort of thinking to previous presidents, like, for example, if they have an R after their political affiliation, Republican? No. But for this president, he requires adulation, respect, dignity. Because not only is he just, he's the president, he's the first black president. I've been told that I should support that it's important to support the first black president in the United States. It's important. Well, in just a couple of minutes we're going to have a we're going to have a discussion about that because in the minds of some Obama well, he can do no wrong. We'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Excellence in Broadcasting presents Liberals of Genius. Liberals of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. President of the United States. Mr. President of the United States. 
You single-handedly managed to choke all the life out of the world's greatest economy in record time. 10% unemployment. No one else could have apologized more, spent more, or built a rat maze healthcare system from hell that only the IRS could love. What were you thinking? Thanks to you, FDR will be known as a conservative, Carter will look presidential, and Joseph Stalin won't seem like such a bad guy. Joe was misunderstood. So crack open a good book, sit on your butt, and help your buddies with a snowball's chance in November. Mr. President's the one we weren't waiting for. cage match while keeping the show just this side of sanity. Dangling over the edge, conservative primetime is one of our most popular shows. You can listen, or, if you're brave enough, call in and make your point. If you think you can debate today's political discourse, call conservative primetime weeknights at 1130 on the Wild Radio Network. Please join the hit squad of dynamic radio hosts on Internet Talk Radio. Starting at 8 p.m., listen to The Situation Report with Dr. C. Robert Jones of Gojo Media. Doc Jones is a retired Marine officer and holds a Ph.D. in history. Come check out his show weeknights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. From there, stay on board with the 2020 Network. Alternating between G-Ski Rocks and his show, Live and Direct, and David Graham of Stay Mad Radio. Taking you to bedtime with wit and wisdom and class and clarity. Join this nightly tea party family and bring your friends. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. What to do 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 on Friday. 
Well, keep your internet radio routine with Tesla's great show, Socialism is Not an Option. The Roundtable Roundup Edition, where you can call in and vent your frustrations from the week. It's an open line discussion where other radio hosts and listeners call in and let us know what's on their mind every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. When we do Internet Talk Radio, we receive support from a great many areas. We have listener support, of course, and some who help with the promoting. One group that often goes unrecognized are the wives of Internet Talk Radio hosts. They are the ones who tolerate our dalliances and the time we invest in our hobbies. Well, this is one way we can properly recognize those who are closest to us by broadcasting their sincere sentiments regarding our passions. Are you going to stay up on You have family, you know. You're always at that computer. How much money do you make doing that dumbass radio show? You're not the only one that lives there, you know. You better tell me, I'm not bringing it in there. Oh, yeah. And welcome back to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. Now, as I said earlier, there's a situation that exists with this president like no other. He is to be revered. He is revered by some as not just a president, not just a commander-in-chief, not just the head of state of the most powerful country in the world, but at some point even a deity. It has been suggested that he exercise dictatorial powers to get his agenda passed, to get his agenda enacted. It's been suggested that he bypass Congress, that he disregard the Constitution by some. It's been suggested that he become a literal dictator in order to get his agenda through, in order to, quote, get things done for the American people, end quote. There are some who believe that he is a genius, that he is a man of infinite wisdom, power, that he is a man of superior intellect, that he, in fact, is the smartest person in any room. When his academic record is shrouded in mystery, basically his whole life is a big, fat mystery. We know so very little about this man other than the fact that he has a wife and two children, and that he attended Harvard, Occidental College, and Columbia University. We don't know what his grades were. We don't know whether he was a C student, a B student, an A student. So I find it to be ironic when certain segments of the population go there with George Bush. When Barack Obama has made it clear that his academic records are sealed. Imagine why. So it comes as no surprise to me and certainly not anyone right thinking no pun intended, that a teacher will 
go out of her way to admonish, browbeat a student because the student suggests that, yes, if it's true that Mitt Romney engaged in bullying while in school, well, the student rightly pointed out that Barack Obama had admitted to doing so also in his book, Dreams of My Father. Let's take a listen to the clip. It's rather lengthy, but I think it bears it bears listening to in its full context because a lot of you who may have heard this um the 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 audio have heard it in just eclipse here and there. I have the full uninterrupted, unadulterated, unaltered audio of what took place in that classroom, and I'm going to go ahead and play it all. So if you have any questions, if you want to talk about this subject, feel free to call in. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. All right. Let's take a listen. Really? 
can read more than that. Let me tell you something. Different beliefs. You, are, you can have a different belief, but you will not disrespect them in here. 
I wasn't disrespecting. I asked a question. You see, even he said it. I asked a question. The fact of the day says he was a bully in high school, but it doesn't say. I'm saying he could have been. It just see, the thing about this, this man is right. Obama is already. They're both men. They are right here. Equal. Exactly. Yes, they are. They are equal. Obama is president. But as men, they are equal. But not as running as far as politics right now. The whole thing is, I didn't disrespect him. I didn't have a question. They caught up to Doomsday for 2012. What? They caught up to Doomsday 2012. They said they found more of my Because 
they didn't respect the teacher. All that yelling and screaming she was doing about God knows what, clearly she was biased in favor of the President of the United States. Me growing up, this would never have occurred. It never would have occurred in a classroom in my era. Not once, not ever. But this is what we have to deal with now. When Oliver Stone and several other movie makers made movies highlighting George Bush as being dumb and stupid and smoking marijuana and tooting cocaine, it was all good. When a filmmaker produced a film depicting the assassination of George Bush, it was all good. It made very little news. When folks I associate with from time to time point out that George Bush is the reason for all the troubles we're having and that Barack Obama is simply attempting to clean up the mess and in the same breath point out that George Bush is an idiot and that he's stupid and that he couldn't speak well and that he was a C student at Harvard or Yale. I asked them, well, what school did you go to? What school did you attend? Did, are you even a college graduate? Did you attend Harvard or Yale and get better grades than President Bush? Because, well, as far as I can, as far as what's indicated, George Bush was a graduate of Harvard and, and Yale, fighter pilot. Got to have some brains to be able to fly a fighter. Uh, owned his own company, Abusto. It went bankrupt, but at least he started one. Owner of the Texas Rangers, governor for eight years, president for eight more. Those are the accomplishments of an idiot, right? No, the point out that he got where he got mostly because of his family and his money. Meanwhile, we have a president who background is completely shrouded in mystery, and his only notable accomplishment. Uh, well, let's tout his accomplishments. Law Review, without ever publishing a paper in the Law Review, which is supposed to be a requirement for being head of the Law Review at Harvard University. Uh, academic records sealed, so we'll never know if he got better grades than Bush or not. A lawyer for a brief period of time until he was asked to voluntarily surrender his law license. Got himself a nice, cushy, Chicago-style patronage job at the University of Chicago as an instructor, not as a professor. A community organizer on the south side of Chicago. State senator for just over three, two, two and a half years. Senator for less than two years, and now president of the United States. I would say that George Bush's accomplishments far outweigh those of President Obama, even as a C student. But hey, that's just me and logic and all of that. Let's wrap up this disgraceful behavior at uh, the Rowan Salisbury School District in North Carolina.
you got a, a, a government official that was right in the in the Capitol building that called out in a State of the Union trip to call the president a lie. Did they do anything to him? No. But that's what I'm saying. That they, they're still slandered him, and he didn't. I mean, like I know his second term was horrible. But like they called, like everybody has said something about bad about Bush. I have. Everybody has said something bad about him. No, not everybody. Has anybody else want to say anything? Okay. You might have to get my key. Because his second term was crap. Yeah, his second term was tough. But see, the thing about it is, guess what? He was the man at the time, so had to deal with what what had to be dealt, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, you got to deal with so, the president. That's right. But still, though, it was terrible. So that's what I'm saying, you know. But as as a social studies teacher, I cannot allow you to slander any president in here. Yes, ma'am. Past or current. Yes, ma'am. Okay. If that's the case, somebody could say some oh, negative there's, things there's, about there's about, negative things uh, about all of them. Okay. About the Tea Party. There can be negative things about all of them. And that's a lot of things going on. What are the finest pounders? Um, All right, and we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. Now, the student uh, secretly um, recorded the conversation because apparently this teacher has gone off on a number of students uh, numerous times. Now, the teacher has been suspended with pay for I'm not sure how long. But here's the deal. I get this all the time. Obama can do no wrong. For some reason or another, people tend to worship this man. And I do mean worship. But why? Why? Sure, he's a decent looking guy. He's likable. He's got a nice smile. He fits the bill of any of your average everyday con artist. Wears a nice suit, tells you what you want to hear. There's a crack in the facade. Hell, a con a, 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 a convict recently bested or nearly bested Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> in a primary. In prison felon, he received 41% of the vote against President Obama in West Virginia, in the West Virginia primary. Arkansas could provide another potential embarrassment for the, for the president. And that's because, well, only Obama and someone named John Wolfe, a Tennessee lawyer, on the Democrat presidential primary ballot in the Razorback State. Wolf took 12% and nearly 18,000 votes in a four-way fight in the Louisiana Democrat primary in late March. And a recent independent poll showed Obama running just seven points ahead of Wolf in the southern Arkansas 4th District, which covers one quarter of the state. 
All of this takes place on the backdrop that is decidedly less friendly for Obama. Even while he was sweeping to a national victory and 365 electoral votes in 2008, Obama received just 39% in Arkansas, six points worse than Massachusetts Senator uh, John Kerry did four years earlier. Arkansas voters are informed voters and are fully aware that John Wolf will not make it out of the primary. However, if John Wolf has a strong showing, it's a sign that Democrat voters in Arkansas are frustrated with the administration's policies and further reiterate that Southern Democrats simply cannot identify with President Obama. He's in trouble all over the place. Is it any wonder? Intelligent people drinking the Kool-Aid. Seemingly intelligent people. Do we... Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, we're going to take one more short break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to wrap this up and talk. We'll get it out there to you. We'll get the information out there to you. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. And I am your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Why are gas prices going higher and higher? Ask George Bush's best friend, Big Oil. Big Oil Oil kept U.S. oil reserves in Anwar off limits by paying off the caribou lobby. And who conspired to keep new refineries from being built in the U.S.? Big Oil. And why is Ted Kennedy opposing windmills in Nantucket Sound? Big Oil. And who, in 1979, along with the Cardigan Sweater Cartel, made sure that Iran would always be run by unstable lunatics? Big Oil. Big Oil did all this to make unbelievable profits of nine cents per gallon. So get angry at George Bush and Big Oil and ignore anything the Democrats have ever done to get us in this mess. Paypal by George Soros and our future president. Sure, you can still find it on a map, but nobody older than 20 thinks this is America. Even if coordinates are the same, we've lost our compass. You don't have a direction without reference, a true north. For America, it was liberty. When we lost the love of liberty, our understanding of liberty, it was just a matter of time before the rest of it was lost. Some think it started when the auto companies were nationalized, or the police state to control the Internet, or when certain companies couldn't fail because their relationship with politicians made them too big to fail, and the rest of us, without political influence, were too small to succeed. Sure, that all happened pretty quickly. There were just a couple of years, but liberty had been gradually devolving for decades. Some of the more astute, like Ayn Rand, saw it about 50 years before others. She warned us. But people didn't believe it could happen here until it did. Laws had been used to loot productive individuals and businesses, but in the new millennium, under Bush and Obama, graft, corruption, and crony capitalism were no longer hidden behind closed doors. The looters and their laws came out of hiding like rabid animals that were no longer afraid of humans. It was brought into the spotlight, 
and it was celebrated as enlightened economic policy. Ayn Rand asked the question and Atlas Shrugged that the rest of us were asking 60 years later. Which failing financial institution will the administration pluck from the flames of crisis? And which will it let roast? Which market or investment technique will the regulators bless? And which, in a capricious change of rules, will it condemn or outlaw? As John Galt said in his radio address, You decided you had a right to your wages, but we had no right to our profits. You called it selfish and cruel that men should trade value for value. But you've now established an unselfish society where they trade extortion for extortion. People who had never produced or managed anything tried to manage every aspect of our lives, and they brought production to a standstill. And eventually, they decided to micromanage the food supply in the name of fairness and safety. And we all know what happened then. Fiction can be a powerful influence, for good or bad. It's too bad more people didn't read Atlas Shrugged. They might have realized where this was heading. Robert Jones Situation Report with your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. Why are seemingly 
intelligent people drinking the Barack Obama Kool-Aid. It seems for some that it is enough that he's not Hillary Clinton. He's viewed by many Democrats as a loser in the general election contest coming up. Not very likable or warm in any case. But why the rapture over an inexperienced, mistake-prone former senator, three years removed, who broke his promises that he would complete his U.S. Senate term and not run for higher office? Incidentally, why is this broken promise overlooked by those who think he is elevating our politics? When is ruthless ambition not ruthless ambition? He's a unifier. Well, let's start off with a quote. Quote, he's a unifier. He promotes optimism. I think that he can make our country toward a new set. He can take our country toward a new set of political understandings in terms of generosity. In terms of inclusion, in terms of peace, in terms of sustainability. And I think that I think that in the spirit that he covers or conveys is something that everybody can feel a part of. And I think that he represents a new brand of politics, not politics as usual. And I'm with that all the way. Congressman Keith Ellison of Minneapolis said that. Poor Mr. Ellison. One wonders what he, what he must be thinking now. Given that everything that he said back in 2008 turned out to be completely a bunch of crap. Oh, and by the way, my good friend GDT183... Conservative primetime is on at 11.30 tonight. He has a fantastic show. Please do tune in. <laughs> Participate. Call in. You will want to be a part of his show. If you're awake, if you wanted the fortunate few to be awake at that hour, and, and hey, tune in. Just put it on in the background. You don't have to have your computer on, you don't really need to participate in the chat sessions. Just tune in. It's a great show. You'll love it. Now, it must be nice to be able to walk on water. U.S. President Barack Obama tells us, tell us, he should tell us what it feels like. Long into his first term of office, he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for having done absolutely nothing. Yeah, Obama can simply do no wrong, folks, even when he does nothing at all. Most recent examples of non-action, Obama's announcement that he had had a change of heart and now believes in same-sex marriage. He's probably always believed that, in a way, but it was only a similar statement by his vice president, Joe Biden, that prompted him to do a quick Me Too speech. 
After all, who wants to be bested by his own number two? He hasn't exactly put himself out there with the revelation. His core supporters won't desert him, and there's no real harm done anyway, or is there? Since same-sex marriage is a matter for the states to decide, Obama will never have to get his hands dirty. It could cost him dearly, however, with African Americans and Hispanics, since both groups are vehemently opposed to same-sex marriage. But by the time they head out to the polling stations in the fall, they will have forgotten all about it. In fact, I had one friend of mine, or associate, should I say, say that, well, Barack Obama's stance on same-sex marriage doesn't affect me at all. That's between him and his God. I will still support him. She went on to say that she's supporting him because it's best to support the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Hmm. I tend to surround myself with people who are not very bright at times, and I do admit that. And for that, I apologize as well. This person clearly was not running on all mental cylinders. Now, I, I'm against same-sex marriage. I've never believed that two men or two women marrying each other is a good thing. I don't even believe that... I, I don't believe that it lessens the institution of marriage in the way that a lot of people do. I believe that... Well... Here's my belief. The only people who really make out like bandits with same-sex marriage are the attorneys. It is well documented and well known that gay people are quite promiscuous and prone from moving from partner to partner. The only people who are really going to make out like serious bandits are the attorneys. When the divorces <laughs> hit the books. But what should concern people more is that Obama recently flew out to Los Angeles to attend a $40,000 a plate dinner hosted by George Clooney at his house. Talk about the rich rubbing it in. And Obama talks about the rich paying their fair share. How many of you black folks out there who support Barack Hussein Obama and his presidency make even $40,000 a year? Least of all, support a president who hosts a $40,000 a plate fundraiser. And listen to him talk about fairness and equality and everybody having a shot. Obama today has become our first billion-dollar fundraiser president. Black folks who support him, are you going to get any of that cash? If Barack Obama can raise a billion dollars war chest for re-election, shouldn't he, quote, spread the wealth? Ask yourselves that when you consider going to the polling place. $40,000 a plate. Think of some poor black family out there who's counting on Barack Obama. Couldn't you use $40,000? And why doesn't the president 
have fundraisers for you black folks on the south side of Chicago. Can you imagine if he got 100 people, 200 people at $40,000 a head, and he took that money and spread it Robin Hood-like around the community? Wouldn't that be a lot better than putting it out there for an ad campaign against Romney? So that those other fat cat, rich folks can get even richer and fatter while you're still making pancake batter out of flour and water and making pancake syrup out of sugar and water only to go out this November freezing your ass off in Chicago and other places to pull the lever for Barack Obama who has basically done absolutely nothing for you other then be somewhat black. Tom Joyner said, let's not deal with the facts right now. Let's just deal with our blackness and our pride. We have a chance to reelect the first African-American president. And I'm not ashamed to say that we should do so just because he's black. But let me ask you something, black folks, right now. What is his being black doing for you? Honestly, what does it give you a sense of pride? And can you take that sense of pride to the bank? Can you pay your electric or phone bill or grocery bill or mortgage or put gas in your car? Just knowing with the ambiance of the fact that there's a black man in office. Can you take that knowledge to the bank and write a check? No. Black folks, President Obama can do no wrong because you can't see the light. The man has been president for three and a half years now. The unemployment rate in the black community is at depression level era levels and all you have to show for his being president is your black pride your blackness and your pride according to Tom Joyner who just happens to be a very rich man he can afford to forget about the facts or not deal with the facts right now and deal with his blackness and pride because he's got lots of money but for you Average American folks out there, you average American white folks and black folks, can you deal with your – black folks specifically, can you deal with your blackness and your pride and take that to the bank? Ask yourselves, seriously, what does Barack Obama do, not just for the black community, for but for anyone? Nothing. Barack Hussein Obama is nothing more than an empty suit who spouts empty promises. He is the man behind the curtain in The Wizard of Oz. He is the man with no clothes on. He is buck naked. The emperor is naked. Barack Obama is buck naked. Everything's all right. It's all good. 
right? Go vote for the man. Vote for the first African-American president, according to you. Vote for him, even though his ancestors never derived from slavery. He doesn't have any stake whatsoever or history in the so-called black experience. His mother was white. His daddy and uppity Kenyan. Who believed that people like you and me should be nothing but cogs in a wheel of communist, socialist, Marxist unity? Wearing all gray and toiling away, not for ourselves, but for someone else, a collective. So, black folks, when you go to bed tonight, you wake up the next morning, think about what did Barack Obama do for you? Since he's talking about us rich folks, which I number myself one, paying our fair share, ask yourselves what he's doing with that billion dollars he's raising. What's he doing with that $40,000 a plate fundraiser jack he's collected? And why doesn't he spread some of that bread around to you? In the meantime, well, we're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. And we're going to talk about John Galt, Atlas Shrugged, and why so many billions of dollars are disappearing from the United States coffers and why so many rich folks are leaving the country. What's going on? Well, good night, folks. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. Tune in tomorrow to see Robert Jones. Try not to get worried. Try Situation not report. To turn We're on out. to problems that upset you. Don't you know everything's all right? Yes, everything's fine. And we want you to sleep well tonight. Let the world turn without you tonight. If we try, we'll get by, so forget all about us tonight. Everything's all right, yes, everything's all right, yes. Sleep and I shall soothe you, come you and anoint you, wherefore your heart's forehead. Then you feel everything's all right, yes, everything's fine. And cool and the ointment sweet, for the fire in your head. Close your eyes, close your eyes, and relax, think of nothing tonight. Hey, woman, your fine ointment, brand new and expensive, should have been saved for the poor. Why has it been wasted? We could have raised maybe 300 silver pieces or more. People are hungry. People who are starving, they matter more than your feet and hands. Try not to get worried, try not to turn on to problems that upset you. Don't you know everything's alright, yes, everything's alright.
For the fire in your head 